0: Father, we thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day that you've given us, for the privilege you've given us to pray. Lord, today uh, the devotion message I believe you've laid on my heart should hopefully, Lord, will be one of encouragement to all of us uh, to help us realize that you see what we do, you know who we are, you know what we need. You provide all of that, Lord, and you just want us to be available and, and to uh, be obedient and to serve you as uh, as and where you placed us. So, Lord, we uh, ask you to open our ears today. Help us to hear your word and, and glean from it, Lord, the words that would apply to our hearts and our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> so, So, as I mentioned today, I, I want to do something that Hopefully, it's a little encouraging. Uh, we're in day 889, I believe, 127 weeks of praying. Um, that's a that's a lot of prayers that we've sent up, uh, you more than me, but I've been on it several times and have enjoyed it and been blessed every time I have. So, um, so I want to do something just a little different than just talking about prayer today. I want to talk about the importance of others um you know it's it's really easy for us to look at the giants that are out there and think that we can't do anything and you know how could the Lord use us and why would he even want to um, and so i 'm going to start today with 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 a name and a story that I should never mention in a devotion about the Lord. Uh, these two names, probably uh, they don't go together very well, but I can't resist it. So, and I've already admitted I'm from Kentucky and means I grew up near Cincinnati, which is, you know, home of the Cincinnati Reds. And they had a, they had a great player named Pete Rose and Pete's banned from baseball because of gambling. He was the all time hit leader for, had the more hits than anybody that ever played professional baseball over 4100 of them but he was cocky as he could be and arrogant and profane and sometimes not not particularly smart but it's it's said that one time he was flying on a plane with uh five of his friends they could be hall of famers they could have been gambling buddies I don't know but but the story is that while he was doing that he looked over at him and he said I just realized that you guys are the five others and they leaned back and thought what do you mean five others and pete said well if the plane goes down and crashes the headline tomorrow is going to be pete rose and five others died in a plane crash and i think a lot of times we think of ourselves as five others and the bible mentions a lot of what others but obviously, they do it with a lot more importance and a lot more reverence and a lot more respect than what uh, than what Pete did. So today, we're going to talk about a little of those. Uh, sometimes they're called others, sometimes many others. Uh, and we're basically in the book of Luke today. So in Luke 8, 2 through 3, it says, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Susanna, and, quote, many others— were traveling with and contributing to Christ's work out of their private means. You know, that that verse just amazes me because at that time, you know, women were not thought to have private means. They were all part of the family, the husbands, and in this case, they're taking some real risk, I believe, and branching out and following Jesus. It doesn't say that their husbands were there. It just says that they're traveling with and contributing to Christ's work, in Matthew twenty-seven fifty-five, at the crucifixion, we're told that many women were there, and they're looking on from a distance. Uh, the, the, that included those who followed Jesus from Galilee while ministering to him. Uh, Mary Magdalene, um, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee are mentioned, but there were also many women that were there. And in Luke twenty four ten, we find these women uh, going to the tomb with spices for Jesus' body, and they find that Jesus' body is not there. The tomb is open, and remembering what Jesus had said, they return and unto the eleven and told them all the things that had happened and that they had seen. In Luke twenty four ten, it says it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and the other women that were with him who told these things unto the apostles so it's clear that the you know that god has used people that are unnamed in many cases and they're not revered you don't know who they are but you know i would view that the resurrection of christ is the most important message that could have been given to mankind at that time maybe ever And it's delivered by three women who are named and a bunch of other women who were just doing their jobs, serving Jesus. And when they saw the empty tomb, they did what any of us would do, and they went and told others. So the importance of others is very evident here, but it's also evident in Luke 10, 1 through 17. Uh, Verse 1 says, After these things the Lord appointed other seventy also, and sent them two and two before his face, into every city and place, whither he himself would come. So in this case, Jesus has just sent out uh, his 12 in chapter 9 and gave them specific instructions, and we're told that they began going throughout the villages, preaching the gospel and healing everyone. So we know who the apostles are, the disciples. We know who the 12 were that were sent out. But in chapter ten, he picks out another seventy, and he took seventy from the other people who were following him. And we don't know much about them except that Jesus appointed them, and like the twelve, he gave them specific instructions, sent them out to every city and that and place where he was going to be coming, and we're told in verse seventeen. The seventy returned again with joy, saying, "Saying, Lord, even the devils are subject to us through that through uh, Thy name." So they had great results doing exactly what Jesus told them to do. But they were there; they were seventy. We don't know who they were. We uh, I, I can't help but wonder um, uh, if you know what what their status was. If if they were part of seventy that were being groomed and trained or if they were just 70 who had been following and Jesus says, okay, you saw what the 12 did, now I want you to do it. I remember as a kid uh, playing uh, ball in the backyard or downtown at the schoolyard, and the big kids and better kids would choose sides. And I remember sitting there just hoping and praying that that I would be selected. So I wonder if the, if, if the 70 were like me as an athlete, a wannabe athlete, or if they were like me as a student who hadn't prepared for a test and I'm sitting in class and I'm hoping that they don't ask me to, to answer a question that I don't know the answer to. I don't know, but I do know that these 70 did some great things for the Lord and they were sent out. And uh, I, I doubt that they had any idea just how much God was gonna use them uh, and what all he was gonna accomplish through them. As as he went abroad, went out to these different cities. Uh, You know, Jesus assigned specific tasks to these seventy people, and and gave it to them. On the other hand, the women were just serving. I mean, they were doing what they wanted to do. They were loving and serving, showing up, uh, worshiping, praying, uh, doing whatever they could to serve Jesus. And in both cases, these people are called on and allowed to do some great things for the Lord. So um, as I thought about all those things, I I, I think that oftentimes I look at and I read about great preachers like Sermon, or like Spurgeon, or missionaries like Hudson Taylor, or prayer warriors like George Mueller, and, and i think i can't i really can't do much to be in that league that's not who i am that's not how god made me but i can be among the many others uh who christ uh, could count on to serve him anyway and any time he may give us a special assignment or he may just ask us to be serving him as part of our life but each each step of the way we need to be praising him walking with him worshiping him and serving Him enthusiastically in every way that we possibly can. I think those of us on this call would be counted among many others. I think God looks down and He says, for 889 days, we people have been praying, and they're praying for revival, and they're praying for a movement of God, and they're praying that, that God's name would be glorified. And I think he has to be very pleased with that. And while we can sometimes get discouraged, um, I I think it's I think he's listening. I believe he is. He said he would. And I believe he's gonna answer. And just like the seventy who went out, I think they're gonna see we're gonna see great results from this. So my my word of encouragement today is just that. Let's uh let's not not be uh, I guess, discouraged by the fact that we're not known and nobody knows our name or who we are. We may never have books written about us, but at the same time, God knows and God sees and God honors. So let's pray that we remain faithful and let's embrace our role as some of the others who are serving Christ in any way that we can. I hope that's an encouragement to you today because it has been to me, um, and I, um, uh, you know, as I as I prayed about what to speak on, I didn't really see how this tied to prayer other than the the need to just remain faithful, and positive, and excited about what God is doing and what He's going to do. So let's let's remember this. Remember how I used the unnamed others, and be available so He can use us as well. Father, thank you, Lord, for this for this time together. I pray, Lord, that these words will encourage the hearts of each and every one of us to know that even though the world doesn't know who we are, Father, you do. And even though we may never be known for doing great things, I pray, Lord, that you'll 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 know us as some as people who did the little things faithfully, and to the best of our abilities. Father, we pray for the rest of this hour together. May your name be glorified. May you hear the, the passion and the love and the concern and the worship in our voices. And may we lift you high so that others will be drawn to you. We love you, Lord, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.